0: and take the right next steps towards landing a career you love, because you deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. This is the Flourish Careers podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode one of the Flourish Careers podcast. I am so delighted to have you here. The truth is, if you had asked me a year ago to host a podcast, I likely would have turned around and run the other way. I wasn't ready for the additional responsibility. And frankly, I didn't have the confidence. The thought of recording my perspective felt incredibly vulnerable. And honestly, it still does. But I started small. I started saying yes to invitations to be a guest on a few shows. And then I recorded an entire career change course called Fried to Flourishing. From there, I started posting short Mindful Monday videos for my beloved insider community. And then I had the privilege to co-host a handful of episodes for the Career Clarity Show. And it was this experience where I learned how much I love this venue of sharing information. And that brings us today where I feel somewhat ready to start the show, but it was the tiny and consistent action that brought me here. Additionally, I personally have discovered and been inspired by so many podcasts. So I've listened to encouraging stories from those who have made a career change into self-employment to listening to business building basics from some of the experts and gathering the latest trends in all things career. So this chance to share my insider knowledge with career-minded professionals feels like the perfect opportunity to pay it forward. So with that, here's what you can expect. If you don't know by now, I'm all about taking action. So I want this podcast to be workshop style, which means it's going to include actionable tips and tried and tested knowledge for job searching. There will be a heavy dose of practical advice for igniting a heart-based career change and a healthy dash of well-being at work. Nourish to flourish is one of my core philosophies. And lastly, I want you to know that this is not going to be perfect. It is new and let's face it, being a beginner is hard. Although that being said, I'm willing to give it a go with one of my favorite mantras posted right here on my computer screen, progress over perfection. New episodes will be released weekly on Wednesdays, and season one is going to focus on making heart-based career changes. So let's dive in with a quick story. Picture this. You and your friends graduated from college. It's such a defining moment. Your friends landed jobs on Wall Street at sophisticated, well-known banks, and they're relocating to the Big Apple. Meanwhile, you packed up the U-Haul and moved to a small, unknown town three and a half hours from home. Your alarm clock is ringing at 10 o'clock p.m., and you drag yourself out of bed in the pitch dark to get ready for work. Selecting an outfit is easy. You have a uniform consisting of steel-toed boots, khakis, and a company-supplied polo shirt that is three sizes too big because they didn't have women-sized clothing in manufacturing back then, and of course, a (laughs) hairnet. So you drive to work on the quiet roads while your neighbors are turning out their lights and drifting off to sleep. Once you're at work, you begin your shift by being notified that three people on your team called in sick, a piece of equipment is broken, and the main ingredient you need to have a successful shift, potatoes, did not arrive on time. Your work night consists of scurrying around to reschedule each person, tracking down a grumpy mechanic to fix the broken machine, and once the potatoes arrive, you're rolling up your sleeves to help the team catch up. As your shift comes to an end, the sun is rising and you're heading home smelling like salt and vinegar, or worse, sour cream and onion. (laughs) Yes, my friends, my first post-graduation job was working the graveyard shift as a frontline supervisor in a potato chip factory. Now, a lot of times when I talk to people about my early career days, they say, Jen, why would you even take that job? And I will tell you that the quote by Sheryl Sandberg comes to my mind. And the quote is, if you're offered a seat on the rocket ship... Don't ask what seat, just get on. And that's what I did. I was offered a seat after a very rigorous interview process, which I'll tell you about some other time. And I felt like, gosh, if this company, a leader in their space is offering me a seat, I'm going to take it. And quite frankly, early in your career, I think this is fantastic advice. So get out there and explore and figure out what you like, what you don't like what you're good at, what you're not so good at, and then use that information to build on your career. Once you have that information about what you like and don't like, what you're good at, you can be much more proactive in your planning, which we're going to talk about in a minute. So from supervising teams in a potato chip factory to a major pivot into human resources, which is where I spent 15 years of my career, although I was originally told no which is another story for another episode. I then had the opportunity to lead a college recruiting department for a global company. And we hired and recruited hundreds of people across all different roles and functions. So operations, supply chain, finance, HR, R&D, information technology, all of the roles. And it was in that job That it really opened my eye to the fact that people really needed help with their career planning, whether it was interview prep or resume writing or just figuring out what's next. And that's where I started to open my mind to the possibility of career coaching. With that, I have successfully made over 10 career jumps, U turns, promotions, steps up and down across multiple industries. And Fortune Two hundred organizations that have left me with these lessons and successes and failures and surprises along the way. And while seemingly a struggle struggle, that potato chip factory experience turned out to be one of the most notable journeys of career growth. So as a college graduate overseeing a large, diverse team of forty plus team members, Making trade-off decisions about safety and quality and service and cost is a huge undertaking, especially when you're on your own. Because believe me, you don't want to be the one to call the boss at three o'clock in the morning because you can't make a decision. And although I didn't realize it at the time, I learned more about running a business and leading people in that role than any other job. And I've used those learnings throughout my career. Reflecting back, it seemed like too many of those years were on autopilot. So I was just taking whatever role was offered to me and not even thinking about whether or not it aligned to the lifestyle I craved. I actually even relocated to six different cities in eight years. So while it took a long time for me to realize it, climbing the corporate ladder just wasn't for me. I am super grateful for all of those experiences and everything I learned and especially for the people that I met. But it got to the point where I felt like my time in corporate as an employee was complete. And that's when I started to pause and really listen to my heart. And for me, that meant listening to this quiet voice in the back of my head, otherwise known as my intuition, that continued to nudge me to help others with their career planning. And that voice told me that I had insider knowledge as an HR leader and a recruiter to help others not spend seven or 10 years on autopilot trying to figure it out. And so that leads me to today. I'm now a career coach on a mission to help you, the career-minded, heart-based professional who craves more from their career. And even this career change from HR to career coaching certainly did not happen overnight. It took years. I paused to think through the lifestyle I wanted to create. I honed in on the types of people I wanted to help and the way that I wanted to make an impact. And the reality is I thoughtfully planned this pivot— By managing an active side gig alongside a demanding day job, I mapped a financial runway and saved money, educated myself by spending every possible minute listening to podcasts, reading blogs, taking online courses, and anything else I could get my hands on. I invested in coaching to help me. I stepped way outside my comfort zone by introducing myself to fabulous, like-minded people and capitalized on a craft I spent 15 years mastering. Finally, I was ready to take the leap of faith. I let go of a lifelong definition of career, which literally was part of my identity and all the stories that go along with that. And I will say that each corporate job was my dream job in different periods of my life. Each served a purpose and provided the learning and certainly told a story. But in my heart, that chapter felt complete It no longer cultivated my energy and no longer felt like me. And I had also changed and grown over the years. So it took some time to adjust to Quieter days, feeling a bit nervous with an unfamiliar space, although also trusting myself to trust the magic of a new beginning. So at the end of 2019, I thought 2020 was going to be the best year ever and let go of my corporate career to move into self-employment. Little did I know that we would be running smack into a global pandemic which certainly caused me to lose my breath. But at the same time, I had more time and energy and space to help so many people who were struggling with job loss and all the chaos of 2020. So looking back, it happened just the way that it was intended. And when I realized it was time to live and not live to work, there was really no going back. And so each day now, is packed with meaningful work. I feel lucky to see the immediate impact of my contributions as I support others in following their hearts and making big changes happen. It's so rewarding to showcase a job seeker's potential when they redefine their professional brand. It's fun to wake up each day knowing that I'm using my knowledge and experiences, even from the potato chip factory, to support others in their career fulfillment. And not to mention, I get to wear clothes that I'm comfortable in, which by the way, definitely is not steel-toed boots and oversized polo and a hairnet. (laughs) It's more like jeans, a t-shirt, and cute shoes. And the reason I share this story is to let you know that you're not alone. Careers are hard. There is not a one-size-fits-all approach in your next best role, likely isn't going to be forever. So long gone are the days where we pick what we want to do with our lives and our careers and we spend 30 years doing that. It's just not that way anymore. And so there are steps that you can take to feel more aligned in your career. And when you think about it, at its core, career development is a lifelong process of learning and decision-making, It's a process that brings together your skill set, your core and lifestyle values and critical experiences. And this will change as you experience different seasons of life and career. But gaining more knowledge and trying new things should feel stretchy and sometimes slightly uncomfortable. But when you can do that from a place of grounding and with somewhat of a plan, it feels much more proactive and personalized. And I'll tell you, I hear from job seekers all the time who are 7 or 10 or 12 years into their career, and they have no idea where they got where they are. So they were reactively saying yes to whatever came along next. They feel super grateful for the opportunities presented to them, although something is just not right. Something makes them feel uncomfortable or unhappy or lost and just not sure how to determine what's next. Sometimes people feel super forced into portraying a certain image or they're following someone else's definition of career success. And they're feeling like each day, they're like contorting themselves into a job that just doesn't fit. And that can feel like putting on a pair of shoes that are three sizes too small. It's just uncomfortable. And I'm here to tell you that there is a better way. And so with that, I wanted to share a quick overview of my heart-based career planning philosophy. So I'm going to talk through four steps to a proactive and personalized career change. So step number one is mindset. You must believe that you can make a career change. You also have to realize that your career is a choice And I realized that back in the days of the potato chip factory, thinking to myself, this is not going to be how it's going to be for the rest of my life. I have a choice to make a change. You have a choice to make a change, and you must reset your mindset to believe that you can make that change. So step one is mindset. Step two is gaining clarity on what's next. So a lot of times people come to me and say, hey, Jen, I need help updating my resume. I'm ready for a career change. And the first thing I will say is, sure, I'd be delighted to help you. What's next? And that's where I get the deer in the headlights look. Or they tell me 10 different things that they think they want to do with their career. It doesn't make sense to update your resume if you don't know what you want. If you don't know what you want in your career, you are going to reactively apply to whatever job pops into your LinkedIn feed, you're going to spend a lot of wasted time and energy reactively replying to whatever comes to you. Instead, it's more important to pause and figure out what's next. And this includes intrinsic exploration around your core and your lifestyle values, your signature traits. You want to think about how you want to make an impact and how your personality fits into the picture. And from there, you can use those reflections to make deliberate decisions about your next best industry, your next best role, and companies that are a fit for you. Once you have clarity, then it's time to refresh your professional brand in a way that's going to showcase your skills and experiences that will resonate with your future employer. If you don't know who you want your future employer to be, it's very difficult to refresh your brand in a way that's going to resonate with an employer. And then step number 4 is to reinvigorate your job search with proactive approach to engaging with companies that are a fit for you. And this is where all the practical details come into play. So you want to craft a really thoughtful search strategy that includes building relationships in a way that feels comfortable for you. The stats are true my friends, 80% if not more Jobs come from relationships. You must get out there and build relationships in a really thoughtful way. And if you know what you want and you can talk about your skills and experiences, doing this becomes very comfortable and sometimes even fun. So the four steps are resetting your mindset, gaining clarity on what's next in terms of the industry, the role, and companies. Refreshing your professional brand with a balance of where you've been and where you want to go, and then reinvigorating your search, proactively engaging with companies and people that are a fit for you. This approach will open doors that you didn't even know were there. The thing is, most of us live with this stubborn idea that we always have tomorrow to do our most valuable work or that career fulfillment must be at the expense of living a radiantly happy lifestyle. And I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be that way. So your career can and should be doing what you're good at, what you love, alongside people who get you. So my hope is that this podcast will help to awaken your mind that your career journey doesn't have to be all blood, sweat, and tears, And that it can, in fact, be impactful, designed with intent, and dare I even say, fun. (laughs) So in closing, I want you to know that I get it. I see you and I believe in you. You are ambitious and super smart. You are loyal and you care so much about your career, although for some reason, you doubt yourself or you're finding yourself lost in your career path. Maybe it's from one job interview that didn't lead to an offer, or maybe it's from a former boss who was too caught up in him or herself to realize your potential, or maybe it's from a parent who was looking out for your best interest and unknowingly steered you off course. Regardless of the reason, you have unique talents, knowledge, experiences, and traits that no one else can compete with. And it's about time the world benefits from what you have to offer. You deserve a long, radiantly happy and healthy career. Thank you for joining me on this journey. That's a wrap for today's episode. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and sticking around for more. And with that, I'd be so grateful if you share it with a friend. Thank you so much for being here, and I can't wait to see you next time.